Welcome to the Average Joe Theology Show. My name is Levi Sanders. My name is Hunter Harrison. And my n- oh my gosh, my name is Jake. <laughs> my n- <laughs> oh my word. My name. No, I was too pumped. I was too my pumped. name. <laughs> Turn him down. Oh my name. Oh my goodness, Hunter, you're just pulling the microphone. I'm like back here. Oh, um, my, my, well, I think it's because we were all like laughing like and bad, cutting up dude. all at the same time. <laughs> oh wait, I need to tell you. Your about. microphone is bad, Hunter. Do you know what we talked Hello. about today, Levi? Test. What? Oh, Hunter. <laughs> Okay, Hunter. Look at we talk about Hunter today. Yeah. Oh, man. Really loud. Look at that. Mine's not loud. That's because he's like, you can never tell, dude. He's it's like, too he's too far. Okay. Mine's, mine's perfectly good. It hits yellow every time. No. They okay. hit yellow every time. Hunter, I I, I, I have a confession to make. Oh, here we go. Oh, man. Yep. All right. I'm doing it live on air. We're going to have a... I just need to bring it up. It has been brought to my attention that about on average every six or seven seconds, there was a repetitive... What was what was the noise that was happening? It was a oh so, okay. Somebody listened to an old episode of the podcast, and you were like over in your mic, and like every six seconds you'd be like, <laughs> you're like okay. Now I just did it, and everybody's gonna hear it. But like you were like sniffing very heavily. It was like it was like a microphone. Like every six seconds, you, I must have been be on repeat. That's what I said. I think you were. It got quiet like, for like a three second pause, and then all of a sudden it goes. <laughs> and then you started sick. talking again. That's probably what it was. That's pretty funny. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna blurt out the listener, but I just want to say I appreciate you and uh, <laughs> but, to bring that to our attention. Well, was it Mama Schaefer? No, it was actually not Mama Schaefer. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, she. Uh, she picks up on stuff like that. She so. does, man. But actually, it's funny. She it's, is our biggest fan, though. Yeah, my mom for yeah, sure. My mom is for sure. One of yeah, one of the biggest fans. Let's say yeah. She, I mean, she's on track to be on the podcast. That's mm-hmm. what happened to Chase. Right. Right. <laughs> either, either yeah. my mom or your wife, because I mean, what happened last week? We got like forty, well, see, forty views. Yeah, but see, the Kelsey, issue is she's Kel- just now getting into it. Yeah, Kelsey doesn't listen to it though. She <laughs> just posts it. Okay, what's funny is, is see, it's okay that he said that because she's not going to hear this for months. It'll be like two months later. But she's like, I can't believe it, yeah, what you just said. Months. Right? Yeah, and then she'll get mad, and it's like, honey, I said that. Like, yeah, you just proved my point. I, I said that like last year. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you can't be mad about. I love you, babe. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, this is gonna fall. Okay, out. so um, we're continuing our our series on Genesis go. today. So we're currently in. Uh, you know, last week we talked about Sodom and Gomorrah and all that spiciness. So if you missed that episode, go back and listen to it. Um, but today we're going into chapter twenty and chapter twenty-one. Um, so once again, we get to see Abraham be a bum, <clears> and we get to see. Um, some cool stuff as God fulfills his promises to Abraham and Chase. What are you doing to your microphone? I'm fixing it. It has been on like like this. Like <laughs> it's been dangling for like I guess the past four episodes. I never knew. And there's these little hooks that I just realized it can attach oh, to. Oh, you didn't have a hook then? No, not at all. It was just <laughs> hanging there That's by one hilarious. hook. So I apologize if that came up in the because you have to be a weirdo. And <laughs> your mic. I I really okay. Do you guys want to go into? We that? got rid of the video part of the podcast just because God. it was a lot of of work to edit it and post it for and how, upload. how I mean, hard it, like it is to do hours these. to upload to YouTube right. and stuff. So, yeah. um, you know, I'm just not like a vlogger. I don't really want to do that. So, right. 
but Levi I just really wish you guys could self-conscious see about it. His, how he Chase's insane. microphone looks right now. <laughs> That's pretty, okay, do you want funky It's more effective than any of yours because you guys have it right in your face where you can't read whenever I look I can, down. Dude, look, I can read over to the side. I can read perfectly right now. Well, do you want I am reading challenged, so I apologize. I, I need just, this. You would just always just try to read straight through your microphone. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> Has there ever Man, been? I hate this. I can't read. I, I've right. never watched. A, uh, I, I've never watched a podcast where the people don't have like an overhead mic. It's never like right in front of them. Can you? Mm, yeah, I know some podcasts. Joe Rogan's is it? Okay. Oh, oh, not every podcast is Joe Rogan Chase. Okay, but he's yeah. the. He is the. No, I'm kidding. He's not. The majority but, of the podcasts. I mean, you could I've say he's the poster child of podcasts. No, but. I would say uh, for Christians, I would say Doc and Devo would be a solid one. And they 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 have the overhead mm. ones. I mean, yeah, I believe. I'm gonna say they know. do, but I really I don't, don't think know. they do. I no, they do. They may, radio. I, I think Apologia Radio. I Apologia has the, the has the arms. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying we, I'm I mean, on I par arms for to start with? But I was like, you know, they're I mean, not as cool. Jeff Durbin does it, so I guess I need to rearrange mine. Yeah. So you need to shop at Buckle for your blue jeans. <laughs> I, I like the I like the progression here. I see that you guys have changed your views. I'm I'm happy I did that. So this is better. Not because Hunter said he wants to change it because Durbin does it. So I brought up examples. Anything Durbin does is proved I was wrong. what I want to do. <laughs> no. no, see, I'm already ahead okay, of the game. Okay, then come I knew do jiu-jitsu. <laughs> True, though. Levi has been getting into jiu-jitsu the past three weeks, yeah. and that's all he talks about now. getting into. I mean, I just go get whooped okay. for an hour and a half. When, whenever I show up to work and you're like, bro, I totally slammed this guy into the face yesterday and like Look, totally choked fun, him out. dude. Come do it with me. So that means you're getting into it. That means you're getting okay. into it. So, But I'm not good at all. I get destroyed every You'll single learn. time. You told me the first time you lost was this to this kid. I'm gonna do it yesterday. after I get out of the academy. You are no, I lost the first time I went. Probably. Oh, I really? just didn't get That's choked. Expensive. Oh, you didn't get Which choked. Which was a success. Yeah. I got arm barred, but I didn't get choked. <laughs> there you go. Yes, on this past Monday, Wins I got losses. destroyed in every possible way you could ever think of. <laughs> I got choked out or just twirled up in a ball where it just hurt. <laughs> they they humbled you. <laughs> arm barred. This one guy uh, just like twisted my ankle. It was, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. But it's fun. <laughs> it's fun okay. getting the crap yeah, beat fun. out of it. It's yeah. fun. Yeah. All right. So Okay. So, yeah. Genesis 20. What we got, Chase? Oh, man. You're going to open yeah, up. Yeah, Chase, what we got? Dang, bro. All right. Well, I guess here we go. I mean, we're starting off. Uh, <laughs> you got the notes, man. Me and yeah. Lena, we're. Uh, I, I have the notes. Doesn't no, mean no, it's I'm for just, me. We're notes. No, you just, you're just good at summarizing. Okay, well, that's yeah, okay. I'm, I'm not, so happy you said that I'm because I was about to just summarize it, like for like what we're about to hit. Right. So literally, this is the exact same story. I thought that was really <laughs> in chapter twelve. I, I think it's funny that yeah, we're, we're it's almost like we're reading the same story. You know, um, mm-hmm. you have Abraham. Um, he's with his wife Sarah, and then they go to meet into or they go to a place where I think it's a king. Right, or it's a territory basically where Abimelech is over this territory, and the same thing happens in, as in chapter twelve, where uh, now Abimelech had not. This is in verse four. Now Abimelech had not approached her, so he said, "Lord, will you kill innocent people?" Uh, man, that went absolutely nowhere. Basically, <laughs> I think you picked the wrong. Yeah, I picked the wrong spot right there to hop in. So on in in verse five. Abraham says, whenever he's questioned about who Sarah is, he says that she is his sister, you know? And so it, we start out again with the sin of past, which would have been about 25 years before. Like, hey, I know I've already done this before, <laughs> but 
but I need you to be my sister again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you know what God brought us out of that that problem that we had, and I realized, right. and I grew through that 25 years ago? All right, well, I'm gonna let's just do it. Again. We need to do that one more time. One more time. Yeah, one more time because just, I literally don't trust yeah, God. I, he, I didn't trust God then, but He brought me out of it, and I'm, I'm, just, I'm gonna do I'm the same thing here. Trust him now. Yeah, really again. Feeling the trust right now. We're but on, the, we're on weird terms. We got a weird relationship going on. I'm just gonna do what I need to do right now. Okay. Yeah. I need you to be my sister. So I will say, Hunter, okay, the, the way that you do like your little voices for people throughout the narrative of Genesis, I've had multiple people say that's their favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> About what? I'm Is so Hunter, glad. Hunter's accents that he puts on yes. on characters or like I love like when that. when we did the um I'm the so episodes glad. on like the the like like for instance when we did COVID episode yeah you were like. Um, I just want to be in my jammy. in my house. People in my like those church, accents so much. Oh my gosh! That's, I love that. I'm so glad. <laughs> I love to hear that. Okay, oh no, that was a sidebar. So yeah. Okay. So so we see Abraham do the exact same thing he did before. Yeah. And I actually, I'm gonna clarify. I'm not gonna start in four. I'm gonna start in two. <laughs> yeah. That. <laughs> and Abraham said. And Abraham said to his uh, said to Sarah, his wife, she is my sister, and Abimelech, king of. Gerar sent and took Sarah. So, yes, there you go. Just like chapter 12, she's taken, which isn't she like 99 years old or something like yeah, that? Basically. Which, the way the she's text, in her 90s. Yeah. The text, well, actually, no, she would be 90, 90 or 91 because she was 90 whenever Moses, or uh, not Moses, oh my goodness. She was 90 when Abraham was 99. Okay. Mm, right? That's so where then, I got the So 99. then Abraham's 100 when Isaac is born. So mm-hmm. she's probably like 90 or 91. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, she's old. She's old, and they and, and, and they like, take her because she's beautiful. Yeah, yeah it, that's crazy. So um, they take her, and I'm then basically, um, God, basically, it, he just comes to Abimelech in a dream, and uh, he was like, "Hey, uh, don't do that. That's uh, not your wife. You took somebody's wife, and then." God what? says, well, yeah, <laughs> in verse six, he says, then God said to him in the dream, yes, I know that you have done this in the integrity of your heart. And it was I who kept you from sinning against me. Therefore, I do not let you touch her. So God comes to him in a dream and he's like, hey, don't do that. And then Mike's like, well, I, I didn't bad, do that. Like, do what that. Are you, I, I didn't know. He, I was lied to there. I, it was out of the integrity of my heart that I didn't do this. And God's like, yeah, it, it's only out of the integrity of your heart because I didn't allow it to happen. So right. God is, again, being merciful and showing grace to Abimelech because if he would have done something, God says that he would have died. He would have killed him. And then on top of that, I mean, later we, whenever we're reading, we we see that actually Abimelech's entire house was uh, punished for a, a short time. Like it says all the wombs were closed of all the women. Yep. So, so a lot has happened because of what happened here because of the sin again of Abraham. And um, so, yeah, then we continue uh, where basically Abimelech rises early in chapter, I believe it's or in verse eight. And um, he comes to Abraham and he called Abraham and said, what have you done to us? And how have I sinned against you that you have brought on me and my kingdom a great sin? You've done to me things that ought not to be done. And Abimelech said to Abraham, what did you see that you did this to me, this thing? And so basically Abraham is questioned by Abimelech. And like, 
Abraham just gets such lame excuses. He's like, well, I was afraid that I was going to die or something like that, or that you were going to kill me because of my yeah. wife. Well, and I, th- I think his response is actually pretty interesting, though, because he says, mm-hmm. he says, I was afraid, or I thought, surely there's no fear of God in this place, and they will kill me because of my wife. Mm-hmm. So he's afraid that they do not properly fear God, so they're going to kill him. However, he does not properly fear God enough to obey him, so he <laughs> says that she's his sister and then gets his wife taken away. But his excuse was also like, well, she technically is yeah, that's my true. sister. She technically is like my half sister. So he told a, a <laughs> lie, but also a, a half truth, which is really dumb. I think the main problem that we have here is just Abraham's distrust in God because he's like, oh, this is a godless area i don't want to be here or i don't know if he wants to be there or not but he's basically like hey this area does not respect god does not love god so i'm in danger which is correct however excuse me because he did just see sodom and gomorrah get destroyed exactly so i mean i would sees that god is sovereign and and in control over even godless peoples exactly and godless nations plus god had already promised him that he would be with him as he went Right, yeah. as as he sojourned to the land that he was going to give him. I mean, he made a covenant with God. Made a covenant with Abraham. He made a uh, he made so many promises. Told him about so many things that's going to happen. And then Abraham's like, so easy to obey, right? I mean, I do it every day. I'm perfect. I don't ever sin. Oh my gosh, so, uh, not really at all. What I'm saying, Abraham. Oh my word, no. <laughs> Under, yeah, no. You're just going to call me out, okay? <laughs> However, I could go on this crazy, crazy mind hole thing mind hole. that. That I discovered this past week. Okay, let's to tell you, you are greater than Abraham. Oh my word! Actually, all all modern Christians. Well, are. this is the average Joe theology show. So if you don't wish to listen, go five minutes from now. But okay, I actually <laughs> am very interested in hearing this. What is this? Uh, I want to hear about go it. Go on this mind, or hole. do you not want to talk about it? No, I mean we can go into it. So yeah, just for basically, a minute. I was studying on uh on John the Baptist. Okay, mm-hmm. and if you. <clears throat> if you look at John the Baptist and what he did, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then you look at what Jesus says about John the Baptist, right? Jesus says <clears throat> that um, that that j- none of the prophets that came before, right? Uh, Isaiah or Ezekiel, none of the prophets that came before are as great as John the Baptist. Mm. Even though, because j- John the Baptist was actually preparing for Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. He actually... Yeah. Saw him, so like <clears throat> John the Baptist, you know Ezekiel and Jeremiah and all these all these prophets could look forward and say, "There is the Messiah, mm-hmm. the Savior who comes to take away the sins of the world." Mm-hmm. However, John the Baptist could literally point at the physical Jesus and say, "There is the Son of Man who comes mm-hmm. to take away the sins of the world." So he, in in that respect, he was better than all of the other prophets hmm. because he he had a better interesting opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. Then, even now, we as modern Christians, with all of inerrant, infallible, complete scripture in our mm. hands, can even more accurately point and say, there's the Son of Man who comes to take away the sin of the world. Because mm. John the Baptist still could not look at the cross and see what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. Right? Dang. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. It's a, it's crazy. So I guess it's not necessarily that... <laughs> not like you're greater than, like you don't right. sin as much we're or anything like that. I mean, better, we're all equally but peasants. But we have a much... <laughs> Pagans. <laughs> Easier job of sharing the Before gospel, Christ. yeah, and pointing exactly. people to Christ, yeah. We In don't, that way, we 
almost have no excuse because it's like, we'll hear it all. In that way, as prophets or heralds of the gospel, we are greater than any of the prophets of the old covenant or John the Baptist. Shoot. Mm. So that's That's pretty pretty interesting. But I mean, sorry to break it to you, but like you and John the Baptist both deserve help. And and Chase. Yes. And And I was okay, wait a minute. I thought God was love. Oh my God! That doesn't sound like a very loving God to me, Levi. Okay, listen, you That's, can't. You uh, and I stop. Do not. Okay, stop. No, we're not banting about this. <laughs> we don't worship okay? the same God. If you it, listen, <laughs> you cannot I worship re- the God in the New Testament. Oh my and word! He is all love. <laughs> I just actually, want you people to know this is crap that the, I've actually heard from people. They need it, then they didn't read the last book of the New Testament because it is all <laughs> judgment. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Old Testament, but just in the New Testament. <laughs> Y'all gonna get fried. <laughs> that's like that's like everybody's like in the Old Testament. You have which we did a whole episode that's on. That's what I was about to say. We really did a bonus question. on Go this. look it up. But but it's like people are like in the Old Testament you had judgment and love. In the New Testament you just have love. And then I'm like, yeah, no, that's because in the New Testament all your judgment takes place at one time, <laughs> <laughs> not interspersed. But and I'm, it's the end. Forever. But there is judgment interspersed in the New Testament. People just don't understand. Okay, back Correct. to Genesis. Okay, and, and so I'm going to, Hunter, I, I do appreciate you because I'm, I'm kind of reading this. I'm just kind of like, gosh dang it, how he is you so stupid? Me. And that's the problem I, I feel like I get sometimes whenever I read the Old Testament is you see these stories of <laughs> like Israel or Abraham right here where you're like, how can you, come on, man. Just like <laughs> you pull the Biden, come on, man. And you're sitting there and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and so you're sitting there and you're like, why are you doing this, dude? Over and over. And then I'm like, well, okay, I need to humble myself. Like, yeah. I need to I need to bring myself back down. Mm-hmm. And that's what this Old Testament, that's what these stories are meant to do is be like, man, how are they so dumb? And then you're like, well, actually, I am so dumb. So I appreciate yeah, you, Hunter, exactly. for saying that, actually. Like when you looked at Abraham Look at and you're me. like, dude, this man is so goofy. He didn't trust God. <laughs> and then I'm like, and then you're like, oh, man. I didn't trust God last week and I didn't go to church because COVID. Oh, <laughs> oh man. No. Hey, they had the bonus episode. Hey, They're we prepared. Did a whole episode on that too. So, so and okay. Your hey, church. Wait, should I tell them about? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, um, we're getting way off track here, but hey, we're we're chatting. We're yeah, chatting. we are. Uh, I've changed my view, I guess, a little bit on the uh, whole COVID situation. I, I have come to the conclusion that Levi was a little bit more, I believe, sound biblically in the aspect of covid because uh i just i don't know i got to the point where i really did have to start thinking about if somebody's not going to church what is their reasoning and if it is fear is that an idol because there were people that were being murdered in the streets for being christians for for being they were being killed and all because they went to church and so the thing is is what is your idol and i feel like a lot of people's today is fear And so um, we kept talking about it day after day, and I feel like that's the conclusion. So there you go. There you go. Which is fear. I mean, fear is what drove Abraham to tell the people that his wife was his sister. Yeah. Right? It's an issue that's always been around. Yeah. Always just this fear, which is making it of comfortability where you want to be comfortable and not hurt. Distrusting God. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Which is what we see here in chapter 20. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, Um, And I I like um, in the end of it, you know, Abraham says, well, I thought there was no fear of God here, so I thought you would just kill me, right? So he doesn't trust in sovereign, powerful God. Yep. Um, but then, you know, like Chase said, he's like, but she really is my sister, though. <laughs> Which she was a half-sister. Um, yeah. 
So then Abimelech took the sheep and the oxen and the male and female servants and gave them to Abraham and restored his wife Sarah to him. So uh, Abimelech is is kind and and yeah. forgives Abraham for what he did he as gives, God leaves him. Good, tons of silver. Gives I mean, stuff to tons him. of restores yeah. the relationship. Time, yeah. Just, just let a brother and, know. So, and here's the thing too that I think is interesting. He does. I feel like Abimelech trusts God. Where he's like, he's like, I will kill you if you take Sarah. I, if you give her back, I, and you come to Abraham, he's a, well, God calls him a prophet, which this is actually, um, the first time that this word in the Hebrew is for prophet, which means basically Abraham is speaking for God instead of, um, ah, man, where the heck is it that, that talks about it? But, uh, man, that really stinks. But yeah, the Hebrew term for prophet is used in scripture here. It identified Abraham as recognized by God to speak to him on behalf of Abimelech. Usually it is used to describe not one who speaks to God on behalf of someone, but one who speaks to someone on behalf of God. Mm. So this is the first actual time that we see this in the Hebrew, this word for prophet. So Abimelech, though, trusts God in Mm. this you know, I mean, he gives yeah. a ton back, more and we see Abraham the faithfulness. Yeah, more than Abraham, and we see the faithfulness of a of a person who Abraham says is a godless area. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, and then and then we get to my favorite part. <laughs> okay, so is this just uh, we chap- see this, this happen, right? Um, we see the that restoration, right? And then Abraham prays to God, and God heals Abimelech and his wife and his maids, so that they bore children hmm. oh okay check this that? out for the lord had closed fast all the wombs mm-hmm. of the household of abimelech because of sarah abraham's wife now let's get right into 21 okay just so, so we can continue talking about this topic here then the lord took note of sarah as he had said right he had promised that sarah was going to conceive mm-hmm. and sarah had been promised right so sarah conceived and bore a son to abraham in his old age at the appointment appointed time of which God had spoken to him. Okay. So we see God in control, sovereign over the womb of women. Right? Mm-hmm. He takes all these women, he closes right. it. Infertile. Mm-hmm. No babies. No babies. No babies. So you think whenever these ladies were trying to have children, they were like, you know, we got we got issues. We're just infertile. Right? Surely mm-hmm. they didn't think that God closed their womb, which I mean they may have thought one of the gods, right? I don't know if these were God fearing people or not. I mean, obviously we see Abimelech obey God, but um, and then we see God open the womb so that they will have children. We see God give Sarah her child, right? Even though she's past the point of really being able to mm-hmm. have children. So God is sovereign over babies, babies over the coming of babies mm-hmm. over pregnancy. Yeah, right. This has been something I've been like hardcore into for like the past year. That God opens the womb. Mm -hmm. Right? I just think all too often in our world today, people don't recognize that. And they think it's just natural. They just can just do it all on their their self. And Mm -hmm. and people have issues with infertility and so on and so forth. And I'm like, Children are gifts from the Children Lord. are gifts from, from God. I mean, it, there's, it, there's not necessarily something naturally wrong with you because you cannot just make a baby instantly. 
I mean, like, God has to open your wounds. Mm-hmm. And that, so that's why it's such a blessing whenever Correct. you have a, whenever you have a child because mm-hmm. that's that's you like like that's God blessing you with that. There's nothing that you did. I right. mean, He could have right. easily have said, um, you know, no, I'm not going to bless you with a child, right. but He does. Right. And right. so that's where you bless and you get down on your hands and knees and you're like, thank you, God, for what you have blessed me with because this was. And I, I believe it brings you back to sovereignty too because it brings you back to this idea that God is always in control. For sure. Mm-hmm. But that was a sidebar. Okay, so in <laughs> 21, we see Sarah conceive and bo- bear a child, right? She bore a son to Abraham in his old age at the time that God had appointed and told them. Abraham called the name of his son Isaac, right, just as he was told to. Then Abraham circumcised his son as he was told to. Um, when he was eight days old, as God had commanded, now Abraham was 100 years old when his son Isaac was born. True. And Sarah said, God has made laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh with me. Now, remember, she laughed whenever God had told her oh, yep. that she was going to have a baby. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm and old she, and, ru- and crusty. Exactly. <laughs> and she said, no baby. who would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. The child grew and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast on the day that Isaac was weaned. Now we go into um, the issues that 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 brings forth, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. because of past sin. Yes. So before we had saw we 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 had seen sorry Abraham try to um, make God's promises come true himself, right. Yeah. right? Instead of waiting on what God had told him, he was like, you know, well, Sarah's not going to conceive a child, so I'm going to go have a child with um, Hagar, Sarah's maid. And they had a child whose name um, is Ishmael. And now we see we see Isaac come along, the true son of the promise. Mm-hmm. Right? We read, I think, ha- we haven't read in Hebrews yet. That'll be a good time to get into here. Soon. No, I think I did read in Hebrews. Did you? Uh, we might have touched Hebrews. Okay. Well, go check out Hebrews if 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 you uh, have questions. But Hebrews. I f- let me look at the past one about okay. that. But yeah, go ahead. Um. But. But, you know, Isaac is the son of the promise. Ishmael's not. Even though he was the mm-hmm. firstborn, he was not a child of the promise. Right. right? He didn't come forth the way that God um, w- was promising Abraham to fulfill his promise. Mm-hmm. So we see Isaac come forth, the son of the promise, the heir of the, of the promise. And it causes some issues with Ishmael and Hagar. Ishmael. Um, so, so what happens? When you guys sum it up. Hunter, what you got? Uh, uh. You put me on the spot, bro. <laughs> what happens with with Hagar and Ishmael? Mm. Do you find that Do you find that Hebrews passage? No, I'm trying to find it. I actually maybe didn't read it. To I be don't honest. think we did, but we can get into it here in the next couple of weeks. Basically, Ishmael gets more or less disowned, if that's the word. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's he, fair, I guess. The fact that there are two Isaac and Ishmael. There's some, uh, there's gonna, there could possibly be a struggle for right. the inheritance, right? Mm-hmm. And because Isaac is the child of the covenant, he's the he's the favorite, if you will, right? So, so we they, see, but but it starts off with Sarah seeing Ishmael kind of like laughing or mocking mm-hmm. at Isaac's feast, mm-hmm. right? 
So then she gets all mad about it, which remember she's gotten mad a couple of times at Hagar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so she goes to Abraham and tells him, "Hey, drive him out, get rid of him, the maid Cast and the out son." Slave woman and so um, you know Abraham's kind of distressed about it, mm-hmm. worried as as any father would be, regardless mm-hmm. of how that son came to be. Right. Um, but God kind of says, you know, it's okay, Abraham. I'm going to take care of Ishmael. Yeah. Um, I've I've promised to make him a, a strong father of a nation and uh he's gonna be all right right so so he does banish him he gives him water and a skin and basically kicks him out and they wander around the desert and then this is so sad man the water the water runs out Mm -hmm. so hagar takes her son lays him underneath a bush and then goes away yeah she doesn't want because she knows he's going to die yeah he's thirsty He, he is going to thirst to death Mm-hmm. So she lays him under this bush and leaves, right? And she, and she, says, she was a far off. She says, she says, do not let me see the boy die. And she sat and she lifted up her voice and wept. But then God heard the boy crying, right? And the angel of God called to Hagar and said to her, what is the matter with you, Hagar? Do not fear for God has heard the voice of the lad where he is. Arise, lift up your head and hold him by the hand for I will make a great nation out of him. So then God opened her eyes and she sees this this whole area of water mm-hmm. to fill up the water and go back and get Ishmael and take care of him because God had promised that, right? Um, and so so you almost see Hagar doubt God's plan is, uh, again oh, yeah. because God had said he, he was going to be with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but she kind of just wrote Ishmael off. I'm out, of, I'm out of water. What am I supposed to yeah, do? Yeah, that he was going to die. So right. then she goes, and but... God hears her. God takes care of her. Um, God was with the lad, and he grew. The lad. That's what my NASB Bible says. God was with the lad. That's because you're not ESV only. And he grew, and he lived in the wilderness and became an archer. That's pretty dope. That is pretty awesome, (laughs) actually. I bet he had a ball and beard. Oh, yeah, dude. (laughs) Had to, had this. He probably had an awesome recurve. Oh, he was, he was like killing lions and such. Yes, yeah. He <laughs> lived in the wilderness jacked. of Paran, and his mother took a wife for him from the land of Egypt. So they returned to Egypt. They returned Like to they Egypt. tried to in the first time. Yep. I mean, it doesn't specifically say they returned to Egypt, but I assume they probably well, did. I mean, if she took you're not gonna from get, Egypt. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to get a, a wife from Egypt to some crazy other place. True. Mm-hmm. And then we see what Chase see the treaty with Abimelech. The treaty, a treaty, a signed, but not a signed treaty, but a promise, basically. I mean, that's that's all that like twenty two through uh, thirty three is is setting up. Uh, basically, Abraham's still there, you know, sojourning, and um, he's in Abimelech's area and sojourn. Uh, yeah, so so Abimelech notices about Abraham. He says, God is with you and all that you do. Now, therefore, swear to me here by God that you will not deal falsely with me or my descendants or with my um, posterity, but as I have dealt kindly with you, so you will deal with me and with the land where you have sojourned. And Abraham says, I will swear. I will swear. So, yep. I, mean, Ab- I mean, Abimelech knows. I mean, he's like, hey, a lot's happened, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It took like a little sidebar there, but he's still there in Abimelech's land. 
he's this is while all this is happening with the feast and with the birth of Isaac and stuff. They're still there in Abimelech's uh, land, and and Abimelech knows that God is in control. I I, mm-hmm. I say for to an extent because he's like. Hey, would uh, you make a promise to me? Because I know how good your God is, and I want to make sure not to make him mad. I'm trying to be on the good side here. He's like, dude, I took your wife, and your God came down and told me to take her back to you. Right. Like, obviously, he's He's, taking care of you. He's looking out. He's looking out for you. So, like, make a treaty with me, so that way you don't destroy me. Please. (laughs) I will swear. And so, then we see a a well of water, basically, where... um, Abimelech's servant had seized it and Abimelech said, I do not know who has done this thing. You do not tell me that I have not heard of it until today. So basically Abraham goes and questions Abimelech about something his servant has done. And so Abraham and Abimelech talk about this, this almost like treaty for the well in a way where they, where they have to come to a conclusion on like what's going to happen because water is, I mean, with the story of, um, Hagar and Ishmael, we see that water is not a very common thing right now. There's a lack of water going around. And so there's this well. And so they, uh, Bimelech and Abraham um, basically make a treaty. And Abraham gives Abimelech seven ewe, uh, lambs of the flock. And Abimelech uh, asks him, he's like, what is the meaning of these seven ewe lambs that you have set apart? And he said, these seven ewe lambs you will take from my hand, and this may be a witness for me that I dug this well. Therefore, that place was called Beersheba. Beersheba. So, um, Abimelech uh, rose up and went back to the land of the Philistines, and then Abraham planted a dang cool tree. <laughs> so that's what that's what we see at the very end. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, well, I built a, I, I dug a well here, and then. Uh, so yeah, I built a well. It's mine. I'm gonna make sure it's known by a tree. <laughs> so he puts a go. tree there, and um, I love that all throughout the Old Testament, you see, you see them recognize God for doing something, and they just like make something cool. Yeah, like they make an altar, altar, or they like make a big giant it. stack of stones, plant this big old tree, or plant or an or awesome tree, and they're just like, look what God has done. <laughs> That's a really cool way to to respond God. to to God's goodness. Direct a tree. But um, did you yeah. is, is that what you got at twenty one? I know with the treaty thing, I was a little confused at twenty five. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, Abraham reproved Abimelech about a well of water that Abimelech's servant had seized. So I guess like in a way, Abimelech's servant had gotten water out of Abraham's well that he had dug. Is well, what I'm they, getting. They had they kind of taken over the. Yeah, I think he had kind of taken over the well. Kind mm-hmm. of claimed it as his own. Hey, that's my okay. well. You get your water somewhere yeah. else now. Get off my lawn, oh, 100-year-old Abraham said. Get a surveyor out here and find them, them well, posts in the ground. Well, then... In, you see, it's on my land. The thing was with, like, verse 30, I mean, he even says, though, he says, he whenever he gave, um, uh, like, he gave Abimelech these seven lambs, and he's like, well, I'm the one that dug the well. That's what this means. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, I think... Abraham's the one that dug the well. Right. So, yeah. You know, that was like the meaning of that. So. Right. And the guy took it. And the guy took it without There him probably asking. weren't any surveyors back then, Hunter. It's <laughs> probably like, you know what? I'll trade you two lambs and a goat for all your land up over to that tree. Oh, that's a heck of a deal. <laughs> Can't pass that up. Over to that tree. Well, that's how Lot and Abraham, tree they're sitting there. And, yeah, exactly. And, you go that way, 
I'll go this way. We'll just take it all. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> we'll just get a sojourn around here. And out of all that wonderful, marvelous land, Lot chose the two towns that burned with brimstone. <laughs> oh, oh, Lot. Oh, Lot. Oh, silly Lot. <laughs> but uh, Okay, well, uh, I mean, do you guys got anything else to add about those two chapters? No. Well, I mean, Aram sojourned many days in the land of the Philistines, and that's where we're going to leave off. Yep, and so, now we get into um, Isaac kind of coming up to inherit journey. the promise and, and such things as that. Um, we also, I, I recognize we didn't give you a short period to read the chapter. So, so I, are we going to give I, it to him real quick? I hope, I hope you be, you better have read if you didn't, the chapters. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you better have. And or else we're coming for you. Oh, absolutely. Okay, we love we you guys. We know who you are. <laughs> we, we'll see you next week. <laughs>